Hey, and welcome to another podcast or YouTube video. No matter where you are, please like, please subscribe, whatever that platform allows you to do it. Do it, share it about. Uh, what I wanted to do was introduce another testimonial recording that I recorded with a client called Janet. Uh, Janet had been struggling for the longest of time with um, emotional eating, feeling a bit stuck in a rut, quote unquote, knowing what to do, but not actually doing it. Um, these are a lot of problems that I help resolve with my clients who don't want to do a diet, but do want to improve the health, lose weight and all of that good stuff. So I'm going to leave you with the recording. Thank you very much and speak soon. Right. Anyway, so let's get into it. Okay. So, right. First and foremost, Janet, um, what I would love for you to tell me is what were your kind of biggest struggles before we started working together? My biggest struggle was, um, was I was just piling the weight on. Um, going around in circles with everything but everything in my life but obviously one of the main things was I just felt that if I didn't address my weight issues I was literally going to explode <laughs> that's just there what got in my mind I just seemed to be piling the weight on the weight on the weight on without even trying and I'm like what's going on here so um, that was one of the reasons why I wanted to address it but it wasn't the weight loss it was why I'm allowing myself to do it when I know better Tell us how this kind of affected your life. Total feeling of like overwhelm and then the total feeling of, I know all this. I know how to, I know nutrition. I know what I should be eating. I know what I should be exercising. I know what I should be doing. And then why am I not so, why am I such a failure? Why am I so crap? So it just leads you on that cycle, doesn't it? Of all those um, destroying beliefs that just add to and then I'll just have some biscuits to make myself feel better <laughs> it's a whole cycle isn't it it's a whole cycle if that cycle <laughs> had continued uh how would it have you how would have that impacted your life and your future oh it would have just been 25 stone and unable to move and full of inflammation and ill health and total depression because it was aiming that way of why am I allowing myself to do this? And I'm just caught in that cycle. So tell us a little bit um, what you tried in the past. Yeah, probably everything. So looking at um, all the different diets, looking at intermittent fasting, fasting, different types of food, looking out food groups, looking at, you know, self-diagnosing what's what's affecting us and it must be something I'm eating that's causing us to pile a weight on and you know and so it just dis distracts you totally from what you know you should be doing. How long had you been on that kind of journey in terms of what you tried in the past? Well I've never had a problem with my weight until I sort of hit menopause and then it just seemed to like pile on and on and on so you know it's looking at coping with the changes in in the body which we do in menopause but then it's then then forgetting about the changes in circumstances because when we look at what's happened in the last two or three years we've all become more sedentary and then working from home so when I had an active job and I was out all the time and I was fitting in going to the gym and really active that really coming in you know working from home not being able to get to the gym just knocked us out of that routine and then it's just so easy to get into the new routine of oh it's just so lovely just to get out of bed and I'm in the office 
and that's mm-hmm. what you're getting. But then, then that results in an eight-hour day work day stretching into a 16-hour work day. And so there begins another habit that's forming to knock out everything else. What was the kind of worst thing about, like, you know, attempting these things to kind of solve your weight management issue for them to just kind of uh, fall a bit flat? I think the ups and downs, the, the oh, wait, this is, this is going to work this time. This is going to work. And then you get excited about it and then it doesn't work. And then you just sort of like drop a little bit further and add a few couple more pounds on. And then you just delve and deeper and deeper into that cycle, aren't you? How did all that make you feel? Crap. <laughs> Tired, lethargic. You know, I was just at a, a period where it was everything all combining. So it wasn't that I could just say, oh, I feel down because I feel I'm overweight. It then had the added tiredness, the added lethargy, the added, you know, not feeling well, not feeling good in myself. And, you know, all from that change in the habits, from changing my routine. But I didn't see it at the time. What was the mental and emotional impact? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, are we just feeling less worthy, you know, and, and feeling having to sort of like, oh, I don't want to go and buy any new clothes because I have to wait until I lose some weight because I can't wear what I used to wear and I'm not wearing baggy stuff. And being more self-conscious where I've never, ever been self-conscious before. Um, and so that really affects you, you know, and you sort of like have to worry. But then it's people-pleasing again, it's worrying what people think um, instead of what I think. Yeah, and we often put these perceptions of what other people think. How do I look? What people think I look fat in this? <laughs> Sit that way, we all don't think I look fat in this. And he says, no, darling, I love you and everything you wear. So tell us a little bit about what made you want to change and take a different approach. Yeah, this total sense of overwhelm, that was everything. It wasn't just the weight loss. You know, and when I start, when I spoke to you about it, you know, I didn't realise that I had a problem until I spoke to you about it. Because, you know, when we speak to other people, we start and see a bit clarity. You know, instead of just going round in circles. You know, it's when we look elsewhere can stop that cycle. So what kind of mate want you to, to start this relationship with me? Um, where do you just happen to, I think, come along at a time when I was open to needing that help was it a time when um i spoke to you um because i've I'd met you a few times before that um but then it was then looking at what you did and then having a conversation with you you know because until we know what people do we don't know how you can help so what was like that early kind of pre-working uh with me process like what kind of made you feel this was a little bit differently and uh, a bit different and um you know how was that early like I guess building of that relationship for you I think we took instant action we didn't leave it for weeks and weeks for us to change your mind and let the mind say oh you don't want that you just stick to your own thing and don't see that investment in yourself um you know there's loads of reasons why we tell ourselves we can't do it and I was just at that time, it was like, let's do this. You know, and you made sure that once I made that decision, that we went for it and got started straight away. Was that important to you to be held to account? 
yeah, otherwise I wouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just simply because the, you know, the I was in that whole cycle of overwhelm that to throw something else in that I actually had to go and sit and do myself. It was just more knowledge that when I've got the time, I'll go and it. Another course that I'll sit and do when I've got the time to do it. And then it never gets done because I've got more important things to do, like following magpies and going down rabbit holes. So what made this kind of um, program um, and course far more different to anything that you'd tried in the past? lots of support you know you give us the facts but then you also explained it and you know easy accessibility and we had the call to chat through and you know you made us look at me habits <laughs> look at where I was convincing myself the doer woulda couldas shoulda um, and just change the whole philosophy around the way that we think about things whereas if I was just reading it you know I probably wouldn't have got that it would still have been, well, I could, I should, I would, I need. <laughs> Needs a word of the past. Tell us a bit about, like, what were your biggest surprises from us working together? Um, looking at my diet and literally how poor it was when I thought it was good. <laughs> when I thought I can eat good food, although I know I'm skipping meals, to then look at actually, you know, just how dire my habits were you know and just to grab a packet of biscuits grab a bag of crisps you know and and I even used to say this to my husband how much nutritional value do you think in two bags of crisps that you just had for your lunch and then there's me just oh well, I haven't had time for lunch I'll just go and grab a bag of crisps and then to actually say I need to be eating double the food that I'm eating <laughs> you know so it's, it's quite interesting to just you know really be conscious now of what I'm eating and what I prepare if I'm not at home um, and just be more conscious of the combination of food that we're eating as well. So that was very good, the whole... Um... Tell us about, like, the the internal stuff that we've been doing throughout this process. Yeah, the shoulda, woulda, coulda's. <laughs> and I need and I must, yeah. Really, really interesting, the, the, the mindset and what we get ourselves caught into. Um, and even though I knew this, I think you've got to really totally understand it and feel it and see it to make that change. And that's what you've helped us with, you know. So rather than just being aware of it, it's been good to put it into practice, you know, and, and not change a bad habit, but to instigate a new habit. Very powerful. Am I giving away your tips of the trade? <laughs> no. It'll um, hopefully call, start to get people thinking a little bit more deeply about what they're going through and I, I guess that leads to me asking you you know when um you said like you'd said to yourself I know what I need to do and all of this sort of stuff yet you'd struggle to kind of take any action on those things or you'd try certain things but end up back to square one um what would your advice to somebody else who's kind of maybe telling themselves the same story be and that is maybe like on the fence to to working with somebody like me um i coach people and i always used to be i'm a coach i, I don't need anybody right mm. where i'm coaching it's, it's a sign of weakness that we need anybody well no don't we all need coaches because we all 
um, just need to look outside of what we're doing because um, it's so easy to get in that cycle and thinking that what we're doing is right. And so where I can give advice, I, I even got to the point where I was aware the advice I'm given, I'm not doing myself because I've got myself in this cycle. And so it's really, you know, it's been really good to work with a coach to realise where I was slipping myself. Mm -hmm. Where do you, or what do you feel about the future now with this kind of changing uh, mindset and, you know, better self-care? Yeah. I'm full of optimism for, for the future year, for the year ahead. There's so much um, planned. I'm so optimistic um and just instigate you know i've i'm just optimistic about the future and that i think i've just caught myself falling down and now i'm like back up again and and where the weight loss is you know i just stick to the good habits that i've instigated and i know in the next few months i'll get to where i'm getting it's not going to happen next week but it will happen because i've changed myself and i'm more aware of what i'm doing do you think that's helped you with the longevity of all of this, that no longer you're dieting from this place of desperation, doing like the fasting and the the counting calories or or whatnot. It's actually coming from a, a genuine place of self-care now. Yeah, because that doesn't work. You know, and if we're not fueling, putting the correct fuel in, we're never going to generate the energy that we need to do everything. So if I'm not eating enough, I'm not going to put out the energy at the gym when I want to go and play squash or join a class and therefore I'm going to have that deficit, you know. And so just that awareness and it's just that boost in energy and it's, it's just come from a different place instead of saying, oh, well, that book says I should do that and oh, that pod says I should do this. And, and without totally understanding it and feeling it, it's really hard to put it into practice. Hmm. Would you say the way that we've kind of went about things with you was like hugely individualized and tailored to your, you know, not just physical needs, but mental and emotional ones too? Yeah, you wouldn't get away with talking to me the way you talk to me with somebody else. <laughs> That's the Georgie joke if anybody's listening. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's that individual banter and it's building that relationship. Yeah, and it's you, you're not a a recorded program that I can go and follow and you know you get to know me I get to know you you know I can give you a shout anytime it tells that I see you now and again um but I know that you're there you know to say listen to this uh, this podcast put this on when you go out for a walk <laughs> get you walking twice as fast <laughs> without seeing it <laughs> yeah so that personal touch yeah it does make a difference if somebody's say listening to this or watching this and they're kind of on the fence about working with me, what would you say to them? Go for it, you know, because then in six months' time you'll be in the same place, feeling twice as bad and thinking, why have I not addressed this issue? Because that's all it is, isn't it? It's making the decision and then go for it. And make that investment in yourself. I think we are the last people we make investment on. You know, I'll invest all of my money in stocks and shares for the future, the future is what we make it. We might not be alive tomorrow. So I want to say how I feel now and starting, I'm starting to change the way I think about that now and that I need to make investment in myself because I'm always the last person I ever invest in and getting away from the guilt as well. 
<laughs> to see that as the mindset again, you know, on improving self-care, you know, to take those steps back, to take all those steps forward. It's, it's an amazing journey. I think that was one of the biggest things that we really took care of because, you know, we can talk about calories and food composition, um, but if we had to kind of start digging beneath the layers we really got to the the issues that were preventing you and it just so happened once we started taking care of those we had a domino effect that ultimately allowed you to um take action on these areas of your life that you were struggling with uh, but it came from a, a so much easier place once you'd start taking care of yourself and removed some of that guilt from maybe not being stuck behind your computer constantly or being uh glued to your phone tell us a little bit about that oh yeah um that was as i say that because i went from being active with an active business to then coming and doing the business where i'm like office bound so i've lost the activity of that business um although i've still got a little bit of it but not as much um to get to not even see that i was in this whole cycle and then to look at those bad habits and the main blocks of everything that they've got is there and so this constant doing 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 and then having to work with you on why am I constantly doing 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 and when we start looking at people pleasing we'll start looking at you know what makes us where the brain keeps us working and so you know I don't need to tell you this but when we first started this program for at least the first few weeks no change. I was like, yeah, I've done this. Yeah, I've done this. And like, really, until like, I like to say when the penny drops. And then when that penny drops, you're like, yeah, I can see that now. When you see what's stopping you from doing it. So yeah, the revelations. Is it, again, that whole cycle of I know it's but until I can feel it and see it, and then the action started to happen. And was then it started to drop off. And I was that, I guess, one better. of the most. Was that one of the most challenging bits for you was like maybe having been used to diets where it usually happens the other way around. You get this kind of dieting euphoria, I call it, where like you lose the weight in the beginning and then it all kind of starts to go on south. Whereas in the early phases of us working together, you maybe didn't get all of that kind of fast, rapid, crazy results, but where we're doing some deeper work that mm -hmm. is now allowing you to not just start losing the weight, but to continue it moving forward. Yeah, yeah. Because in the past, you know, I've had these diets where I might have dropped a stone, but then I put a stone and a half on. <laughs> you know, within six months, you put, put it on and more. And then you think, what? And then we start looking at all of these crazy diets. So instead of looking at the reason why and why we're, why I reach for biscuits. And like I said to you, it's not the packet of biscuits. It was it was having the biscuits in place of a meal. And why I was in place of a meal, because I wasn't giving myself the time to stop and eat. I wasn't giving myself that time and that comes back into self-care. And so looking at the habits we form that prevent us and then has that whole knock-on effect in the middle. And then just spirals. So now because we can take it all back down again, you know, and start getting to the root of everything. Um, it's easier to understand and I've never eaten so much and it's not a diet <laughs> I don't calorie count you know I still go out for meals so 
came home, went with friends and family, we've just been to a big wedding, I'm pretty weight on, you know, and that was a whole weekend away, you know, and I just make the conscious choices of the foods that I want to eat now, you know, and I don't sort of think, oh, stuff the diet, I'll get back on it on Monday, which I would always have had that mentality, and then we just go all out, and then feel sick, and feel ill, because we've overindulged, and now I'm just really conscious, you know, and if I, if I don't want to go out for, you know, a great Geordie tradition is to pound the beat on a session out in the town, when we do 10 or 12 pubs, followed by, you know, where we're so hungry at the end of the night, we eat rubbish. Now, you know what, I'd rather just not go out, <laughs> because I just don't want to do that anymore. You know, the thought of that now was like, So it's making those healthy choices. You know, I, I don't feel restricted in any way. In fact, I'm eating twice as much as I used to. <laughs> it's never ending. <laughs> but I'm full and I, I don't have to, I'm not thinking of it as a diet. I'm just making healthy choices and I practically eat what I want to eat. And I'll still have a couple of biscuits, but I'm not in place of a meal. You know, if I fancy one, I'll have one, but I'm not eating it because I haven't had a meal. Would you say that you in this process have primarily had all of the kind of you've created that control, that choice, that autonomy, and you've been very much behind the, the wheel? Yeah, yeah, because there's only me can do it. There's only, you know, you can help us and coach us and make us think. Um, but you didn't come and plan me meals out and you didn't come and take us to the gym and yeah, and make us switch my computer off at a decent time. Yeah, so, but with your help, though, I can see, you know, and see past and start instigating those good routines. And again, it's, it's the words we use, isn't it? So I'm not making change because the brain will always resist change. So I'm instigating new routine. So it's the way we think to the way we feel. It's fascinating. I guess finally, the last question would be, um, which I think it always kind of comes down to is like, are you happy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm happier, yeah, uh, because I can see where I'm going. I'm not heading down, I'm heading up. Um, I feel a lot happier, a lot calmer, less stressed, healthier, sleeping better when I get to bed. <laughs> um, and it's just, it's, it's going to be a constant. You know, it's not like, right, that's it. No, this is a constant um, routine that I'm in now. And I just need to make sure that I stick to it. Again, it's making sure and using those words, but I, I get to choose that this is how I want my day to go. It's quite powerful when we can realise that. Brilliant. Thank you very much, Janet. You're more than welcome, thank you. So, hey, that is it. Uh, hopefully that gave you a little bit of an insight to what Build With Bickle is all about, which is ultimately helping you take care of yourself. Just like Janet, you know, who would people please, who would um, put everybody before her. It was time that Janet invested some time, energy and money into herself so that she could um, understand herself on a little bit of a deeper level so that she can um, ultimately have better health outcomes. Um, and she is well and truly on the path, um, which is the rest of her life. So what I want to do in 12 weeks is give people 
the long-term vision and the long-term ability to go on without me and to be kind of um, autonomous and have freedom and actually what I would consider true control, not perceived control through, you know, dietary restriction or restraint. If any of that resonated with you, please do um, send a message, tag me in any of your stories. Um, if you are interested in working with me, head to the website, buildwithbickle.com, or you can send us an email, ian at buildwithbickle.com. Check us out on my socials, uh, Instagram, Facebook, um, LinkedIn, that's the other one. Uh, but yeah, that's it from me. Thank you very much for listening. Speak soon.